Hebrews 8, 8. For finding fault with them, says the Lord. Surely the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by hand to lead them into the, out of the land of Egypt because they did not continue in my covenant. I rejected them, says the Lord. Verse 10. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. No longer shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful towards the unrighteous and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. Verse 10. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. No longer shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful to the unrighteous, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. The Lord is making a new covenant. If you open your heart today as wide as you can, if you stretch your faith as wide as you can, and say, Lord, write your word on my heart. Write your word on my heart. Write your laws on my heart. Change the script within my heart so that I can be your person and you can be my God. So that my household can be your people and you can be our God. He wants to renew a covenant with many of us with all of us in whatever capacity he wants to renew a covenant he has something special for everyone 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 no longer shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest to the extent of your faith this scripture is true for everyone in this room. You can have a new agreement with God. A new way of doing transactions with Him. But we have to let Him write His laws on our minds. We have to let Him write them in our hearts. Father in heaven, I pray, if you believe with me, lift up your hands, lift up your heart, 
whatever it is. Lord, in Je- Lord Jesus, I pray that you make that new covenant with me, Lord. I'm willing to have that new covenant with you, Lord. Not in my strength. I'm thankful for your mercy. I'm thankful for your grace. I'm thank you for your goodness. Lord, I pray, make that new covenant with me. I want to be called by your name. Plant in me a pillar that only speaks of you, without which everything in my life crumbles. Plant in me a language that only translates to you, without which nothing I say makes sense. I open my heart, O God. Every area of my heart. Every side that makes sense and the side that I don't even understand. Write your covenant there, Lord. Let's fill up those void spaces. Come on, open your heart and speak to him for yourself. Speak to him for yourself. Tell him, Lord, I want you to fill me. I want you to fill me one more time. I want you to write a new covenant with me, Lord. I don't want to leave here the same. Give me new instructions, Father. Give me new insight, my God. Give me new understanding, O Jesus. Give me a new purpose, O God. Give me a new worship. Give me a new Bible study. Give me a new understanding, Lord. Lord Jesus. Write a new covenant with me, O God. That no matter how far I fall off the face of the earth, I know that you and I are tied together. And no matter how confusing everything around me becomes, O God, I will know that you and I are tied together. Lord, we ask that you write a new covenant with this ministry, O God. This ministry of deliverance, church and Gongorod. Write a new covenant with this ministry, O Father. With every family in this house, O God. Write a new covenant, my Father. With every family, my Father. Write a new covenant, my Jesus. With every household, O God. Write a new covenant, my God. With every head of the house in this family of deliverance, church and Gongrud. Write a new covenant with them, my God. A covenant like Isaac, O God. In drought there is harvest. A covenant like Jacob, my father. That your fear, God, will preserve each and every one of our households, my Father. Write a new covenant with us that we may know no shame, O God. No, no misery. Not according to you, Lord. Your understanding of shame and misery is different from what we know. Help us, Lord, to see our circumstances through your eyes, O God.
that what looks like shame, my God, is producing patience in us. That what looks like pain, my God, is producing endurance in us. That what looks like nakedness, my Father, is exposing us to the oil. Write a new covenant with us, my God. Write a new covenant with us. With our families. With our children, Lord. With our spouses, O God. Write a new covenant with us. Write a new covenant with us. That you will be the one to say, this is the way, walk in it. That you'll be the one to say, no, 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 it's on the other side. When everyone else is running this way, we will see your footsteps, oh God. Write a new covenant with us, my Father. Not for our glory, but for yours, Jesus. Not for our glory, but for yours, Jesus. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present age according to the will of our Father, according to the will of God, of our God and Father. To him be glory forever and ever. Grace to you, grace to me, and peace from God. That everything in our lives will be according to the will of the Father. For am I seeking the approval of men? Verse 10, Galatians 1.10 Or am I trying to please men? For if I were trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. But I reveal to you, brothers, that the gospel which was preached by men is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, Neither was taught it, was I taught it, except by the revelation of Jesus. For you have heard from my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it, and progressed in Judaism above many of my equals. In my own heritage, being exceedingly zealous for the traditions of the Father, my fathers. But when it pleased God, who set me apart since I was in my mother's womb and called me by His grace to reveal His Son in me, that I might preach Him among the nations. I did not immediately confer with the flesh and blood. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. After three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. 
In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into regions of Syria and Sicilia, unknown by face to the churches of Judea. They had only he who persecuted us in times past, now preaches the faith which he once destroyed. It is possible to be transformed completely. It is possible to be transformed completely. That the only thing that matters, it's not your schooling, it's not what you've done in your past. But like Paul, it can be said, he who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy. There are people in your household who carry the personality of Paul, tearing down every possibility of faith in your household. But it is possible for the very vessels that have torn down the altar in your household to be said of them, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy. It is possible for the Lord to write a new covenant with your household. It is possible for the Lord to transform the very thing that looks impossible. Can we believe him as such? Can we believe him as such? The God of a new covenant. I would rather have a new covenant today than keep my focus on the covenant of yesterday. Because even his mercies are never stale. He has decided that his mercies will be new every morning. They have an expiry date of 24 hours. Why shouldn't I have a new covenant with him every day? Let's update. In contract law, there's what we call updating the contract. Let's write your name on our hearts. So much so that the only explanation for the transformation in our houses, in our workplace, in our home, in our talk, in our, in our everything, Lord, will only be you, Lord Jesus. Only you. Cause a shift in us, Lord. Cause a shift in us. Cause a shift, my Jesus. Cause a shift. Cause a shift, Lord. Cause a shift. Cause a shift, O oh God. Let's not wait for tomorrow. Cause a shift right now. Cause a shift in our attitude. Cause a shift in our understanding. Cause a shift, Lord Jesus. Cause a shift in our in our walk, in our talk, in our in our in our perception of who you are. Cause a shift, Holy Spirit. Cause a shift, my God. Renew our minds, O oh God. Transform our minds, Lord Jesus. To speak of you. To see you. To hear you in a new light, O oh God. Cause a shift, my Father. In the way we do business with one another. Cause a shift, my God. In the way we do prayer, my Father. Cause a shift. Cause a shift, O oh God. Make us restless, my Father. Let us be tired with the things of yesterday, O oh God. Let us be tired with the things that we are used to. Cause a dissatisfaction in us, my Father. A restlessness, O oh God. That we might jump in the pool 
at every stirring, O oh God, will not take just one blessing and say that's enough. For who knows what lies ahead? Cause a shift, O oh God. In this ministry, cause a shift. Keep calling them. Keep calling them. Keep calling them, my Father. Keep calling the intercessors. Keep calling. Cause a shift, O oh God. Cause a shift, my Father. Bring in new ushers. Bring in new instrumentalists. Bring in whatever it needs, my Father. To cause a shift. Cause a shift, O oh God. In our parenting skills. Cause a shift in the way we see our children. Cause a shift, my God. Cause a shift. Cause a shift in the way we understand sin. In the way we see bitterness. In the way we see insults, O oh God. Help us to see the one behind the one insulting. Help us to see the counsel of those that seek to tear the entire house down, O oh God. Bring wisdom in our judgment. Bring wisdom in our understanding. Bring wisdom in our assessing, O oh God. Cause a shift. Help us to rise above. To rise above the surface. To rise above the surface, O oh God. To rise above the, the, the things that are normal to everyone else. What did you see in blind Bartimaeus that no one else could see? What did Peter and John see in the lame man at the gate that no one else could see? Cause a shift. What do you see in the beggars on the street? What did you see in Mary Magdalene that let you allow her to touch you? King of kings, touched by a prostitute. Cause a shift, my father. Cause a shift. That what would make you go to the cross and take a beating for people that are crying out, crucify him. Crucify him. Sinking the thorns on your skull. Sinking them into your brow, Lord. The ones you fed, 5,000, 7,000. And yet you never raised your voice. You never called down the angels. What did you see, oh God? Help us to have the same mind, my Father. Cause a shift. What did you see in Matthew? The tax collector, a cheat. That you would call him to come down and go to his house. What did you see in the cripple that came to the, to the, to the temple and healed him on Sabbath day? You broke all the rules of the very law that your father set down through Moses. Cause a shift. Cause a shift, my God. Cause a shift. Give us a new reason for why we do what we do. Give us a new reason for why we say what we say. Why we don't do what we don't do. That we might set down the traditions of our fathers and set ourselves apart in you. 
Give us a new revelation of Jesus, Lord. Give us a new revelation of Jesus. That we might not seek the approval of men. For you alone are the Savior. <laughs> no matter how hard we try to bring them on our side, you alone are the Savior. We cannot keep them by our side. Today they love us. Moses the deliverer. Tomorrow we say let's stone him. He brought us here to be, to be killed in the desert. Set us free from the approval of men, Lord. Set us free from the need to please. For only you are the Savior. Only you can take the insults. Only you can take the beating. Only you can take the betrayal of men, O oh God. Set us free, my Father. And cause a shift. Help us to keep our eyes on the altar. Help us to focus our giving to you. Help us to focus our lives to you, Lord Jesus. Galatians 2.15 We are Jews by nature and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ so that we might be justified by faith in Christ rather than by the works of the law for the works for by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified. Lord until you say it's okay help us not to make a move until you say, I will go with you. Help us not to move. Until you say, it's okay, Lord. Let everything else not be okay. The crowd may be saying it's okay. The bank account may be saying it's okay. The status quo may be saying it's okay. But Lord, until you say it's not okay. That we might be justified, not by the works of the law, but through faith in you. That you know much more than what we see. That our faith will extend to a place bigger than what we see. The one who holds the universe can see a side of the same story that you have nothing, no, no understanding of. We only see in part. We only understand in part. His approval is our security. That's the only way Stephen could take the beating. That's the only way Paul could sing in prison. Because the only one who matters had already said yes. Now, how do you get a song with scars on your back? Stephen says, I see the Lord exalted high above 
in the midst of his execution, he saw the Lord. The same illiterate fishermen were now giving themselves for a man they had only walked with for three years. Lord, give us a new insight. Give us a new insight to defend something that has been given by you. Every gift, every testimony you've given to us, we secure it, O oh God. We refuse to let it be corrupted by the opinion of men. Every blessing, every breakthrough you have given to us, we carry it as a stripe on our shoulder to know that this he did for me. That we will lift our voices to you. We'll not be ashamed to say anything concerning you. That our talk, our walk, our speech will speak of you, Lord Jesus. For what else remains? What else remains? There's nothing else that remains. When the fire comes in, when the flood comes in, when it hits the boat, like in the time of Paul, everything else is destroyed except the souls on board. I pray, Lord, that you break every boat that we are in. That is keeping us from realizing that it's only you who preserves us. It's only you who keeps us afloat. Break every boat. Cause that storm, my Father, to bring in us a new oil, a new understanding of our covenant with you. It's a dangerous place. And yet it's the safest place. Running in his will. Running in his presence. He's the safest place. The Bible says from everlasting to everlasting. The name of the Lord remains. The seasons will come and the seasons will change. The generation will shift. The generation will come and die. But the name of the Lord remains. The same God who spoke to Moses continued speaking to Joshua after that. Continued speaking to David after that. Joshua, David, Moses, they all passed away. But the Lord remained speaking from one generation unto another. Jeremiah we speak of. Elisha we speak of. Elijah we speak of, but the Lord is still speaking to you in 2018. They were great, but they're not greater than the Lord. You will hear his word in every language. You will see his hand in everything. If you pay attention. The wisdom of God thrives above so many things. It is like foolishness to most people. That denying yourself food will bring money in your account. 
But interestingly, after a fast, you actually see better. You have more insight on business ideas that you didn't have because your tummy was stuffed with food. All the blood has rushed down to the belly. All the beautiful songs we like to sing have come from a place where someone has taken time with God and they just walk away with a sound. A sound that they never had before. And even without so much harmony and so much complication of technology, someone sings a song. Shivalonza reached more people. Not so much because her voice was, it had its good parts, but it also had its cracks. And that's where the Lord filled in. Nathaniel Bassey, Travis Green, all the songs they're singing carry nothing else but the voice of the Lord at the back. And that's what draws us. The words are the same. The words we pick from the Bible are the same. People have sung about Psalm 23 over and over again. And yet every time someone sings it in a different version, it touches you. What is touching you is not really the psalm. It's the one who speaks behind it. We enter competitions for tenders at work. We enter competitions for jobs. And you have to come to a point where you know, this is where I stop. Beyond here, the Lord is going to have to do it. Why? Because there are other farms that are bigger. There are other preachers that are louder. There are other musicians that are more technical. But the new covenant that he speaks of is what will take you beyond Jordan. That you step up at Jericho wall and they say, we know what your God did for you. They are not looking at you. These are men who have walked the desert for 40 years. I don't think they are the cleaners. And yet they make their enemies shudder. Not because of who they are, but the testimony of their God. You can walk in the confidence of the testimony of your God. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. A part of the name of God because of the testimony that he has done. That's why we say the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. That's a whole, that's a whole testimony. Abraham has his version of the story. Isaac has his version of the story. Even Jacob the thief has his version of the story. Even I have my version of the story. You have your version of the story. If we don't stand up because of anything, let's stand up because of our version of the story. Faith doesn't always have all the answers. Doesn't make logic. Doesn't make sense logically. Why should we spend so much time 
Because as you sit at the pool of Bethsaida, I think, you know there will be a stirring at some point. So you don't take your eyes off the water, lest you miss it. You don't take your eyes off the water, lest you miss it. You say, Lord, I'll keep coming. Are you coming today? Maybe not. Your version of my star- of starring today may be different from the one of yesterday. I sit at the gate begging for money, but he's coming with healing. I sit at the gate begging for mercy, but he's coming with a transformation. I sit at the gate begging for career, but he's coming with a solution for my generation. I sit at the gate begging for a name, but he comes with an identity. A different identity. Until you can't recognize yourself. And they say something's different about you. And you can't explain it. Because your eyes are still the same size. Your head's still the same size. Your legs still the same size. But there's something different about you. That's what the touch of Jesus does. Don't be tired, Lord. Keep touching me. <laughs> keep touching me, Lord Jesus. Keep, just keep going with whatever you're doing. Keep doing whatever you're doing, Lord. <laughs> There's nothing else to salvage, Lord. Consume everything. Until I am truly one of yours, my God. Not for my own pride, oh Father. So that the life that I live, oh God, will only speak of your goodness. Only speak of your greatness. If there be a day of reckoning, my Father, let this remain, that everything else was destroyed, but my soul remained in you. Write a new covenant. Once again, Sweep away the ashes of yesterday. Let's do a new transaction with you, Lord, today. Let's do a new sacrifice with you. Let's pour out a new oil with you. Let's pour out a new chapter with you, Lord. What are we talking about today? We're talking about what it means to be chosen by you. We're talking about what it means to be called by you. We're talking about the exchange that's happening between you and us. We're talking about the door that you're setting open before us. We're talking about something different. Yesterday it was about my sin. Yesterday it was about my guilt. Yesterday it was about my my shame. But today, Lord... You're saying, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I called you. Your sin was already before me. And I still want to transact with you. You call yourself ashamed, I call you forgiven. You call yourself abandoned, and I call you set apart. You call yourself forgotten. 
And I have a new name for you. Write a new covenant, O God. Write a new covenant. Write a new covenant. That even as we walk this desert, our shoes will grow with us. Our clothes will not wear out. Our shield in you will remain growing, my Father. Our walk in you will remain with us. That our feet will reach out for much more than what we've known. That way our shoes are growing. Our responsibility is growing. Help us, Lord, to build the things that we once destroyed in ignorance. Help us, Lord, to build the things that we once destroyed in ignorance. In ignorance, we sold our birthright. In ignorance, we dishonored our fathers. In ignorance, we ignored an opportunity to minister to one another. Galatians 2.20 For I have been crucified with Christ, and yet I live. Not I, but Christ lives within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. Only you, Jesus. Tonight is about only you, Jesus. Write a new covenant with us, O God. Cause a shift in our minds. Cause a shift. In our lives, O oh God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let that name mean much more to us, O oh God. Let the virtue and the power of that name be restored in our midst. That we will lift up your name with reverence and the honor that it deserves. We will carry your name with fear and trembling. That if it's not for the fear of God, we would have done certain things, said certain things. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Under the shadow of the Almighty. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord. You are my strength. You are my God. Come Lord Jesus come. Come Lord Jesus come. Hallelujah.
is a scripture that Irene led. Horatian chapter 1, verse 11, where Paul said, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preached is not something that man made. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. This scripture struck me. When Paul says, I preached the gospel, I preached, is not something that man made. It's not something that man can make. See, he did not even receive it from man. Yet this gospel has transformed us, has turned the world upside down, has given hope to the hopeless. But it was not made by man. He said he was not even taught by man. He received it from the Lord himself. And he is right when he says so. But the point that I want to bring to us today It is the same gospel that you have believed. It has not changed. The way it was spoken, it is the way it is today. It may have been written in different fashions, but it remains. That's what you need to know. That it has not changed. And if it worked then for Paul, for Cyrus, for Peter, for James, even today, it works. Because it has not lost its power. So if it is not working in us, we need to ask ourselves a question. Then what has happened? Because it has not changed. It has not changed. It has not changed. It's the same gospel. You have changed then. Or I have changed. Or we have tried to change it. But we cannot change it even if we try to change it. Governments have tried to destroy it. They've corrected all the scriptures, the Bibles, they've burnt them. 
but it has remained to date. Even if every written word is taken away, it will still remain. And I like what she said. It's not Paul, Peter, or James. They are no longer with us. They are gone. But the one behind it remains. Praise the Lord. The one behind it remains. And brethren, we need to realize that the one behind it wanted to work today as it worked then. And all that he is looking for is one young person. Let me not even say young. It is one simple person who says, Lord, I am available. It's not complicated, brethren. We complicate it. We think it is complicated. It is not complicated. I know preachers may have tried to complicate it. It is not. It is simple gospel. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Son of God. The Savior of the whole world. The one who shed his blood on the cross. It is that simple. It is that simple brethren. Some of us have been thinking that you need to fast for 21 days to encounter him. It is okay to fast. But I want to tell you, you can encounter him in a second. Because it's not dependent on you. It's him. All that he's looking for is an, a vessel that says, Here I am. I want you. I want you. I want you. Think about his presence. She talked about their shoes growing with them as they walked in the wilderness for 40 years from Egypt. And I stood there and I sat there and I imagined Joshua's shoes that he left Egypt with. That is the same shoe that he entered Canaan with. It never grew old or spoiled. It remained. The children that were born in the wilderness... The shoes that were put on their foot, they never changed. As the feet grew, the shoe also grew. My God, think about that for a moment. What does that mean? You know what liberation I got there? Everything they had was God. Including the shoes. 
Those shoes were not normal shoes. They, were li- they, were, they had life. Because there's something, the only thing that can grow is something that has life, isn't it? Come on, think for a minute. I'm not crazy. I'm not out of my mind. Probably you've never thought about it. I've never thought about it also. But while I was there, when she mentioned it, I said, wow, how did it happen? You know why? His presence was with them. And his presence was life. They were not alone. They were with him from day one when they left Egypt. He walked with them throughout. Day and night his presence was with them. And therefore, when his presence was with them, they did not need to buy clothes. The one which they had became living things. Praise God. And therefore they could not grow old, they could not get torn, because they are alive. And they are growing with them. Praise God. You know what the Lord is calling you for? He's calling you for a similar encounter. And that is why the same gospel that is preached by men but is not made by men makes a difference in a world of men. That a man who is normal like you will preach it but that word once it is released it carries life. It touches you. You receive life. You are transformed. That's what the gospel is all about. It's not religion. Please. It is different from the religion that you know. It is different from the class that you went, the baptismal class that you went and catechism. That was religion. That's why it never changed you. Until you encountered him and you started to experience some change. But that is not enough. Because even after you encountered him, you went back to the normal life. You went back and you looked for the old clothes and you put them on. You are never taught, told there is a new thing. You've never been taught. Though you've been told you become a new creation. It was never explained to him. What does this mean? The old is gone. The new has come. But it is upon you and me to embrace the new and live in the new. So that we can enjoy the blessings and the favor of the new. And that's how we shall live in the world, yet we are not of the world. Are you understanding me? But that can only happen to you when you have the revelation that you are different. And what makes you different? It is his presence. Praise God. That's what we need, church. Amen? That's what will transform us. That's what will make a difference. That's how we shall be able to transform the world. But before we transform it, Florence, we need to be transformed, isn't it? It has to start with us. People need to see, and she said something, that people will wonder, what, is, what has happened of you? When they look at you, you are the same, yet you are not the same. There is something they cannot understand. 
When you pass through them, they feel something. You, you do not feel it. You, you are normal. You, you are, everything is normal. And they are telling you, no, 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 no. There is something in you. We cannot understand. Huh? Praise the Lord. That's the hunger that we need to have. Our Father, we cannot leave this place without you. We tell him like Moses. If you are not going with us, we are not moving. Why? Because Moses had known the difference. He had been in the wilderness alone. He knew the difference. He had lived in Egypt in the Paris alone without his presence. He knew the difference. Until when he encountered him in the burning bush and his life was changed. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I was telling the Lord, it's not shoes that we want. It's not clothes that we want. It's not houses that we want. It's not school fees that we want. It's not wives and husbands that we want tonight. Yes. Lord, you are the one we want. It is your presence. You know why? Because I understand that when he shows up, I don't need to ask for money. Because he becomes money. Praise the Lord. I don't need to ask for a house. Because he becomes a house for me. I don't need to ask for a wife or a husband. Because he becomes one. Praise the Lord. I'm not crazy. Pastor, what are you saying? I'm trying to tell you something. She kept saying, shift Lord. That shift needs to come. Something needs to shift so that we stop living this normal life that is meant for everybody. You have become a new creation in Christ Jesus. You cannot be the same Mwendwa. Is it Mwendwa? Or Mwenda? Whichever. You cannot be the same. They will see you having no change. But when they look at you, they cannot explain because there is something different in you. That's what we need tonight. Can we stand on our feet and take the few minutes remaining? Make it your cry. Lord, it is your presence that I need. I now understand. If I have you, then I have everything. It is your presence that I need. It is your presence that I need, Lord Jesus. It is your presence that we need, O oh Lord. It is your presence that, Lord, we need. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Take us to yourself, Lord. It is your presence, Jesus, that we need. 
It is your presence, Lord Jesus, that we need. Come, Lord Jesus. Change us, Lord Jesus. Lift the veil, Lord. Open our eyes today. Hallelujah. Open our eyes. Lord Jesus, open our eyes that we may see you. Oh, Jesus. 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 It is your water that we need to drink. You are the well that we have missed for years, Lord. Now we have found you. We want to drink from that well. Now we have found you, Jesus. We want to drink from you, Lord. So that we may not thirst anymore. Yeshua, Son of God, your people are thirsty. Your people need the water of life. You carry that water. You have promised us, Lord. If we ask, we shall receive. Today, we are not asking for food, Lord. We are not asking for clothing, dear Jesus. We are not asking for houses, my Father. We are not asking, Lord, for cars and buildings, O oh Lord. We are not asking for jobs, my Master. Though we need them, O oh God. But we are asking for you. O oh Lord. All things were made by you. All things were made by you. And were made for you, O God. O Lord Jesus, may we pursue not things but you, Lord. Because you are more than things. Things are just but objects that you created. But you are more than things. You are more than gold. You are more than silver. You are more, O Lord, than wealth and riches. Tonight, our cry in this house. Our cry. Our prayer in this house. Our, pra- our cry and prayer to you, Lord, is that, oh Lord, do not leave us, but come and dwell among us. May you become our dwelling place. Yeshua, Son of the living God, Remove the fail of religion, Lord. Remove it, my Father. Remove our backgrounds that have kept us away from you, Jesus. Remove our fears, O God, that have kept us away from you, Jesus. But today, King of kings and Lord of lords, we say, we surrender to you, O Lord. To you, O Lord. 
to you, O Lord. To you, O Lord. To you, O Lord. To you, O Lord, we salada. To you, O Lord, we salada. To you, O Lord, we salada. Jesus, we salada. Lord, your presence cannot be compared with anything. Forgive us for many years that we have wasted. Lord, pursuing things, pursuing things, O oh God. Jesus, spending so much time praying for wealth and riches, spending so much time, Lord, praying for our needs, and we have not received. Because as James says, we do not have because we do not ask. And when we ask, we ask amiss. Today we are receiving that liberation. That it is you that we need. If we seek you with all our heart, your promise, we shall find you, Lord. Tonight, with simplicity, we are saying, each one of us is a candidate. No one need to be left behind. We do not want to leave anyone behind, Lord. No one need to be left behind. No one need to be left behind. All of us are yours. We are candidate for your presence. You say that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Each one of us, Lord has the capacity to house you. I cry to you today that you may remember us, Lord, all of us that are here tonight, O King of glory, my Redeemer and my Father. We cry and ask that you don't depart from us. You don't leave any one of us behind. Oh, to Jesus, I surrender. 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 Lord Jesus, even our household, when the children of Israel left Egypt, they did not even leave anything, not even a hoof. They carried everything with them. Lord, not even any one of us, even our properties, Lord Jesus, we want to live behind. Our spouses, Lord, they need to go with us. Our children, our father need to go with us. Nothing needs to be left behind. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for your presence that has been with us since we started. We honor your name and we praise your name. And as we had to go home, my God, I pray that the same presence will continue to be with us. In our homes, in our activities, 
in everything that we do, O oh God. We pray that your presence will walk with us. We pray that your presence will work with us. We pray that, O oh God, we will never walk alone. We will never, never walk alone. We will not even walk alone. We need you in everything we do. We would rather do with nothing else but than you, O oh God. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We need you to consume anything that is not of you in us, O oh God. Remove anything that would hinder us and hinder your presence in us, O oh God. Remove anything. Remove that of us that does not conform to you, O oh God. We pray that, O oh God, we shall be more like you, more like Jesus, more like Jesus, more like Jesus every day, more like Jesus every morning, every afternoon more like Jesus, every evening more like Jesus. Draw us closer to you, Jesus. Draw us closer to you, Jesus. Closer to you we desire. Closer to you we come. Closer to you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 